Good morning. Welcome to Planet Chaos. I am your host, Brandon Chaos. With me, as always, is Ed Giggity. Giggity, giggity. It's been a slow news week this week. I, I've been busy. I've been very busy over the last week. But uh, it's been a slow, slow news week. Not a whole lot going on out in the world. No. Yeah. Uh, the the outrage for uh, for cuties is still going on, of course. Mm-hmm. That's uh, keeping people up at night for some reason. Uh, I watched it. Did you watch it? What, I did. What's I your was... What's your hot take on this whole thing? I don't know if it's really a hot take, but I think if you're gonna look for pedophilia, you're gonna find it. But I don't think that was the intention of the movie. I don't think the intention of the movie was to glorify sex with young children. I what I took from it was it was the story of a little girl that tried to fit in, that saw a dance group that was just doing normal dance at first, and she tried to fit in with those girls, you know, because she was not from there, and she found provocative dances on her phone. And then use that to get in with the group, you know. And I, I, I think it's more. We we discussed that before. Yeah. Like I, I said that, I feel like the the story, it's a good story. Yeah. But I don't agree with some of the graphic scenes in it with young girls. You know, and like they said, like there's the scene where she takes a picture of her thing. Like, she, the it's the. Do reason they actually show it though? No, they never even. I mean, I'm they, sure they, they don't didn't show, show her, the picture. her badge, but they didn't show. They just talked about it. Like I can't okay. believe he posted that. And what it was was because the scene before that, these older girls, that there's another dance group. I'm assuming that was older. They they were picking on her and they held her down and pulled her pants down and were taking pictures of her underwear. And she had little girls' underwear instead of like you know, like thongs and like cut underwear, you know? Yeah. So they were making fun of her saying, you're just a little girl, you're just a little girl, you're not a woman, you're just a little girl. So, that's, she did that to say that she wasn't a little girl. She wasn't a little girl, yeah. Yeah. Even though she is. Even though she is. But it was just her trying to prove herself, like, she felt the pressures of society which made her do that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And and all she does, she runs in, because the guy she got the phone from like had her corner in the bathroom and was threatened to tell on her. Yeah. So she did it real quick. Posted was it an it. older guy? Yeah, it was an older guy. Okay. But he he had nothing to do with what she did. He, she stole his phone. And he's like, "That's my phone. I had it." And she pushed her around the bathroom. She did it. I mean, it was like three seconds. Yeah. Boom! Pulled his hands down. Click. Pulled him up. Here's your phone. You know, that's that's yeah. basically what it was. It wasn't even like, it wasn't long and drawn out. There wasn't like sweet music like duh you know it was just boom boom it was like a it was like a rage kind of moment yeah you know? so it wasn't well it's like i said i don't believe that the film is promoting pedophilia no i don't like uh netflix's marketing campaign that poster is very deceiving yeah um i don't agree with the graphic scenes of them dancing i've seen some clips and some mm-hmm. of the dancing is very provocative. Yeah, when they're learning how to twerk and arch the back and shake yeah. their ass. But that was more of a, what she found, and that's what they thought they had to do, kind of thing. It wasn't like they were doing it because yeah, they, they were hypersexual. They can do that in seven more years. Yeah. Yeah. It. 
I, I get the point of the movie, but it's hard to defend the graphic nature of it. Um, I think it's easy because they're all uh, wearing clothes. Yeah, there's but it's nothing, still pretty, there's no nudity. It's there's still no pretty boys involved. Though. There's one um, part where they dared her to go into the but bathroom. At the same table. time, yeah. At the same time, it could have like those scenes could have been included in there by the director with the intention of making people uncomfortable. I don't think it was. Well, in in a sense of it works with the story. Yeah. You know, you're like almost like reeling the parents that are watching it in as well to say, "Hey, maybe you should keep a closer eye on your kids." Or they could be doing this kind of stuff. You know, that's a possibility. Maybe. I think it was more of look at what these little girls are pressured into thinking they have to do. Yeah. That's what that's the way I saw the whole thing. I don't know. I just And then there was some she had this dress that her aunt got her for her dad's wedding. Yeah. And there was a part where it started bleeding. Okay. Which then she started having her period. And then there was a part where, like, it inflated. I think the dress had some sort of symbolism, too. Probably. But it was hard French to French films use a lot of symbolism. Yeah, like, that yeah. dress had symbolism. Like, that was her gateway to be but a woman. But you're not like, very cultured, so you didn't get it. I, I tried. Like, I had to effortly think why that dress yeah. was doing that. And I, and I see it as the dress was, like, how she saw... The, her traditional ways that people wanted her to become a woman. Okay. And that's what she was fighting against. She was scared of the dress. That's why when she went to the wedding, she didn't even wear it. And you don't even see the dad ever. And the only time you ever see the new wife is once and she's all dressed in white. So it's kind of like... It's interesting. Yeah, it's really... And she's all ninja up with her hijab. I think that thing's called in her eyes. Hijab? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. like I said, there's only one at the end... Where she pushed the the chubby girl in the, in the water, and she oh I thought she was dead. I thought she killed a girl. No, oh, but she ended up like they cut away, like they make you think she did. Then she pops up and grabs a buoy, and then she goes dancing and they're nailing it, they're doing perfect. But then she uh, she reali- she has these gold flakes in her hair from one of the presents, and they fall yeah. down, and she instantly thinks about her mom and runs home at the end. Huh. And you don't know if they did anything or yeah, they kind of leave it on a cliffhanger. I have no desire to see it. That's just me. Yeah, it's um, not. It's. I don't. I can't get behind this social media, you know, hashtag save the children thing. It has nothing to do with that. Well, they're making it about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're making it about that. It's, you can find pedophilia well, in what, anything. What, what sucks, though, is, you know, I see a lot of my liberal friends. Falling for the the save the children bit, which I don't think they realize that that is QAnon. I don't think mm-hmm. they realize it. Plus, I'm I'm sorry, I can't take your hashtag save the children bit seriously because when Michael Jackson was shouting save the children, you guys slandered him. Well, he was saving the children for himself, though. That's why. Michael Jackson was not a pedophile. Maybe. He was not. Nobody in our lifetime has done as much for children as Michael Jackson did. On a serious note. You know, look at 
his relationship with Ryan White. You remember Ryan White? No. He was a, a young kid. Uh, he had a he had a he was in an accident or something. Had a blood transfusion and ended up getting uh, AIDS. Ugh, back sucks. in the eighties. Yeah, and uh, he ended up dying from it, but he developed a very close friendship with Michael Jackson. They they made a movie. It was like a TV movie about him, and like uh, it was like eighty nine or ninety with Neil Patrick Harris. Wow. Um. But Michael Jackson used to go and visit this kid in the hospital. He gave the parents a shit ton of money for his medical treatment. He paid for the kid's funeral. He. His relationships with children, there was nothing sexual about it. He just may have been misunderstood. He was. And people, they freak out. People, they, people don't understand. The, the abuse that he had taken as a child, it made him unable to mentally progress past the age of like six or seven. He's never really lived a full like he never lived he a never, real adult re, life. Yeah, mentally he never became an adult. He didn't go to and, school. He didn't, yeah, yeah, he, you know, he wanted to be a kid. He wanted to have sleepovers with his friends. You know, they he would have sleepovers. He'd have kids stay in the bed with him. They'd have pillow fights, but it was completely innocent. I don't believe he molested any kids. What I believe this was, you know, because. None of these victims, supposed victims, went after criminal charges. They just wanted money. Yeah, that's and that's the thing. It's all we know about are the ones that went after him for money in court. We don't know, or we didn't find out until recently, that there were kids that came to him or parents that came to him of, of children saying that they wanted money or they were going to go to court. That's why, like, like how we went over, what was it, last week, the week before, about how, like, civil suits, like, if you don't go for the criminal charges and you just go for civil suits for money, it's kind of like, you know, it's, if something happened to you, why didn't you go to the cops immediately? You Sometimes, know? I mean, you got to look at it Situation by situation. Um, like a, a good example would be Kobe. Um, you know, that was basically just a money thing. He says it was consensual. <clears throat> she says it wasn't. And he even acknowledged later, he said, I thought it was consensual. Maybe she thought, you know, otherwise. I don't know what she was thinking is basically what he said. Um, but he paid her off. Um, it seems like getting laid is like super complicated. It though. is. I mean, then you look at someone like R. Kelly. You know, there's been videos that have leaked of him with underage girls. <laughs> leaked. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. No pun intended. And then you have Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, he's a rapist. No. Definitely a rapist. Well, both women, they, they went after him for criminal charges, and then their lawyers come back and say, well, if you give them X amount of money, we'll drop the criminal charges. Exactly. That, what, don't... that 
that just screams. It does. You know, fake rape. You know, I'm not with this. You know, this whole believe every victim because there are opportunists out there. But I think you need to listen to every woman. You know, because there, I'm sure there's lots of times where a guy thinks he's engaging in consensual sex and it's not. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure there's times where the woman doesn't want it, but she's scared, so she's not going to be vocal about it. I wish more women would be vocal about it when they don't want it. And I don't think morning regret should be a cause for a rape charge either. No, it shouldn't. Like, if you were drunk, you could, I, I couldn't say no. Well, you kind of put yourself in that position by drinking so damn much. Well, I don't want to slut shame, but... I'm not slut shaming at all, but I you I mean, can't, you're, you're on to something to an extent there. Like, yeah, you put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Like, if it's aggravated, like, like you're walking down the street and someone just snatches you up to ocean alley and rapes you, that's a horrible thing. But if you're out drinking, like, I've, I've been... If you want to go by that, I've been raped a few times myself. I slept with girls I didn't even mean to sleep with. And I didn't want to sleep with, but I was drunk. I really couldn't say, you know, no. Stop. But no, and that's the thing. Guys get raped all the time, too, but they don't talk about it. Well, yeah, and there's so many times where, you know, guys have been, you know, touched by other guys. And they're even more ashamed to admit it mm-hmm. because they think, they, they think that if they come forward with it, everyone's going to think they're gay. Yep. You know, actually, there was a great example of that as an episode of uh, Law & Order SVU years ago uh, with Mark Paul Gossler, Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. I think I, I, think I saw that one. Yeah, he was uh, a gay porn star. Well, he's gay for pay porn star because he had a yeah. wife that also did porn. But uh, he, got, he was at a bar and got gang raped by a bunch of dudes and was afraid to talk about it. And, you know, a lot of guys don't come forward because they think that people will assume they're gay. Uh, it's it's a shitty world, man. Yeah. It's a real shitty world. Like, a but lot of shitty things as, go on. As far as, you know, what I was saying about Save the Children, you know, 30 years ago, when, you know, when Michael Jackson was was talking about, you know, looking at the man in the mirror... You know, heal the world, make it a better place. Nobody wanted to fucking listen to him. Nobody. Nope. Now here we are, trying to save the world. All these years too late. You can't save the world. You can only save your small bubble. You can save your street. That's about it. You can save your neighborhood. You can't save the world. The world is too big and too fucked up and already too set in its ways. Yep. Uh... So probably the biggest uh, news story this past weekend is uh, the unfortunate death of uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, yeah, Supreme Court Justice. Uh, she was nominated as an Associate Justice to the Supreme Court on June 22, 1993 to uh, fill the seat vacated by the retiring Justice Byron White. Uh she was actually the first Jewish justice on the Supreme Court since the 1969 resignation of Ju- Justice Abe Fortas. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yeah. 
She was the second female and the first Jewish female. Uh, she was, you know, a champion of uh, not just women's rights, but uh, human rights. Uh, probably, I'd say, one of the most respectable Supreme Court justices that we've ever had on the Supreme Court. Um, she authored the uh, court's opinion in the United States v. Virginia, uh, which ended up striking down the Virginia Military Institute's male-only admissions policy. Uh, she also fought hard for abortion rights. Um, she fought against illegal search and seizure. And uh, this is a tough one because, you know, here we are now, a month and a half from the election, and there's an open seat in the Supreme Court. Yeah. Now, so uh, if everybody remembers, in uh, January of 2016, uh, conservative Supreme Court Justice Antonin uh, Scalia died. Mm -hmm. uh, they said natural causes, but I'd say it was pretty questionable with the pillow over his face that had blood on it. But, you know. Uh, in February... Uh, President Barack Obama nominated uh, Merrick Garland. Uh, and of course, Senate Majority Leader uh, Mitch McConnell said that it would be in poor taste for them to allow Barack Obama to have his pick. Yeah, because it was too close because to the election. Because it was too close to the election. They that said was in it's election January. Year. You know, we, we need to, you know, let the people decide who gets on the Supreme Court. Um, I think he did, too, didn't he? Or didn't he? I can't remember. No, they held out. And one of the first things that Trump did when he was in office oh, was right. nominate Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh. That's right. Now I remember. Who was made to look like a little bitch by uh, future mm -hmm. Vice President Kamala Harris. And the thing is, is so so Obama's like, you know what? Uh, you're right. We will wait, and he did. He waits. Well, okay, guys. Obama and that was didn't in really January. agree to it. Um, on February thirteenth, uh, okay, that on February thirteenth, that was when Antonin Scalia died. Uh, later that day, Senate Republicans, led by Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, issued a statement that they would not consider any nominee put forth by Obama and the Supreme Court nomination should be left to the pre next president. Um, president Obama responded that he intended to fulfill my constitutional duty to appoint a judge to our highest court and that the, there was no well-established tradition that a president could not fill a Supreme Court vacancy during the U.S. president's last year in office. True. Okay. So... Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies, and within hours, Trump and McConnell are saying they're going to hurry up and get that seat filled as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, he knows he's going to lose. That's why. 
that's that's the thing is that to me looks like a final fuck you. Like yeah. I know I'm losing this election. Here's my final fuck you. Because those guys there for life, you can't reverse that. Yeah, unless they retire, they are or they really fuck up. Maybe even know what Clarence Thomas. He like. There's only been one Supreme Court justice that has been impeached, and I think it was overturned, or they were not convicted or something. They kept. But it was Clarence Thomas, wasn't it? When he was talking about the pubic hair and his coke. What? You remember that Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill, I believe her name was, that he sexually harassed her. She tried to sue him for it and get him kicked off the Supreme Court. Hold on. Yeah, look up Clarence Looking Thomas. Up right now. Uh, the only justice to impe- be impeached by the associate... Okay, the only justice to be impeached was Associate Justice Samuel Chase in 1805. Mm. Uh, the House of Representatives passed articles of impeachment against him. However, he was, he was acquitted by the Senate who decided... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it was Samuel Chase. I think Clarence, Clarence Thomas, Thomas was close. not impeached. Yeah, Maybe um, the pubic hair on my coke. But yeah, uh, uh, Trump knows he's not going to get reelected, and this is his final fuck you. That's oh yeah, that's the gist of it. Um, you hear his reaction? Oh yeah, the reaction video with the she died. <laughs> what? The, well, you see his face. Yeah. When he he was like, wait, right now? It's like it it looks like he's hol- holding back his excitement. Like really? She did? Like ooh, yeah, and. Then he went on to this, you know, fake sympathy sort of bullshit that he does, and yeah, uh, and then of course somebody added uh, "Tiny Dancer" as the background music. Oh, so yeah. tiny dancer. Yeah, trying to make it look like the guy genuinely gives a rat's ass. Um, but yeah, and of course Republicans are saying, "Well, this is different." Uh, because, you know, Obama was a, a lame duck president. He couldn't run for another term. Trump is currently running for another term. So it's no big deal if we do it right now. Do you think there's a difference? Oh, yeah. It's a month and a half. Yeah. It's a month and a half. I mean, you guys flipped out. I mean, if you guys slipped out in February... Of the year, and then now you're like, oh no, month and a half is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Like it's. So you you feel like it's being hypocritical, right? Oh, it's very hypocritical. Of course, you if you can't see that how hypocritical that is. Yeah. No, I I agree. I mean, what's good for the gander is good for the geese. Is that what they say? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yeah, something like that. Whatever they whatever it is. <laughs> One of those um, waterfowl fragrances. So, uh. Two days ago in USA Today, uh, four senators, uh, Murkowski, Romney, Collins, and Grassley, do not support a Supreme Court nomination vote before January. Um, So this is from USA Today two days ago. Uh, Following the death of Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, President Donald Trump said he would move without delay to nominate a successor. While four GOP senators would need to join Democrats to stop a confirmation, a viral Facebook post claims that has already happened. Uh, Four Republican senators now on board, no vote until January on Supreme Court, reads a September 18th Facebook post that has been shared over a thousand times. 
Rakowski, Romney, Collins, and Grassley. Uh, the claims also went viral on Twitter late on Friday after former Utah politi politician Jim DeBacchus tweeted, Breaking, a high-level Romney insider tells me Rip Mitt Romney has committed to not confirming a Supreme Court nominee until after Inauguration Day 2021. Um, so Senator Lisa Murkowski, a Republican from Alaska, stated prior to the announcement of Ginsburg's death, that she would not vote to confirm a nom nominee before the election if she was presented with a vacancy on the court. Uh, so this just basically goes into, uh, you know, what's what's going on. I'll tell you what, Romney's really putting in points for that 2024, man. I don't think he's going to run. I think he's just... Like, he's really coming out he's, as a good guy. He's old-school Republican, and he's getting fed up with, you know, it's like some of these other uh, old-school Republicans, like, uh, you know, John Kasich. You know, they're just fed up with these new Republicans that are just moving further and further to the right. Guys like Trump, McConnell. And they're like, look, you guys are making us fucking look bad. We're going to stand up against you guys. And, you know, that's that's the right thing to do. You know, it's like, like what I said before. I said this a few weeks ago. If you're part of a group and there's people in, in that group, no matter what it is, an ethnic group or, you know, a certain career or, you know, one of those fraternal orders or whatever group you're in. If you're a member of a group, you know, political parties can be included in that. And you've got people in that group that are making the whole group look bad. You need to come out against those people. It's harder when that person is in the group is the leader of the group, though. He's not. Trump? Trump's no, the leader of the he's group. not the leader. Of the, he's not the... Who's the, the chair of the RNC? That's the leader of the Republican Party. That's the president who, if they're elected, that's the leader. No. No, because the, the RNC and the DNC each have a, a chairperson who is, is basically, like, the leader of the party. Uh, you know, a few years ago, they had that controversy with uh, that... Uh, fuck was her name that Debbie Wasserman Schultz is that her name I don't the head know. of the DNC that uh, yeah Debbie Wasserman Schultz she had uh, screwed over Hillary or screwed over Bernie in the Democratic Party uh, Wasserman Schultz was elected chair of the Democratic National Committee in May 2011 Replacing Tim Kaine. On July 28, 2016, Wasserman Schultz resigned from her position after WikiLeaks released a collection of stolen emails indicating that Wasserman Schultz and other members of the DNC staff had favored Hillary Clinton over Bernie Sanders in 2016 primaries. Um, she's a member of the House of Representatives from Florida, and she was at that time the chair of the. Uh, Democratic National Committee. Uh, so, of course, then the Republican National Committee has their own chairperson. Let me 
I can't. I can't remember who it is. I remember her because uh, you know, there was that big controversy four years ago. Uh, Ronna McDaniel is the current chairwoman. Chairperson? Huh. Her name is Ronna Romney McDaniel. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. She is the granddaughter of Michigan governor and businessman George W. Romney and niece of U.S. Senator Mitt Romney. Yeah. Huh. They're all in the same club, man. Uh, huh. Look at this. This is interesting. As RNC chair, she has been known for her prolific fundraising and staunch support of President Donald Trump. Under her leadership, the RNC ran ads for Trump's 2020 campaign as early as 2018, put numerous Trump campaign workers and affiliates on the RNC payroll, spent considerable funds at Trump-owned properties, covered Trump's legal fees in the Russian interference investigation, hosted Trump's fake news awards. <laughs> what is that? Uh, criticized Trump critics within the Republican Party and oversaw a defeat in the 2018 House of Representatives elections. Huh. She is also a chair of, or she was the chair of the Michigan Republican Party. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck Michigan. She actually wouldn't be too terrible looking if she had a thinner face. Her <laughs> nose looks really too thin for her face, and her eyes are, like, weird. Probably got a nose job. I don't know. Did you see, um... She's 47. Did you what hear about, about, uh, Biden's recent ad? Uh, which one? The one where uh, Donald Trump says something like, if I lose, I'm just going to leave. You'll never hear from me again or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I heard about like, that. He's like, yeah, that's it. There you go. There's <laughs> more reason to vote for me. Yeah. You know, that's not true. Because there was like a few months ago, he said uh, he made some enemies with some powerful people. So you may not see him for a while. Yeah. <laughs> we see you every day, you schmuck. <laughs> he where, where you Trump. go anywhere. When Biden did that, uh, that he did something, and like he pulled his phone out, and played Desposito, and they, uh, and then Trump retweeted like a re-edit of it of Biden with the, fuck the so, police, fuck the police, yeah, yeah. I saw that. way to make dude look even more cool. Hey, dude, I, like everybody's making fun of that, even liberals. I like it. I thought it was cool, but the video that they're sharing is an edit, anyways. Okay, Do you, he was at a uh, he was at a, a speaking engagement for Latin Americans. Okay, first off, second, the guy who announced him on stage was Louis Fonsi, <laughs> the guy that did the fucking song. <laughs> so he was just being fun and playful, like an old grandpa, like a cool old grandpa. You know, I thought that was a cool move. He come, like, I like. That Joe Biden had Despacito on his phone. Mm-hmm. I know that song, Jack. Watch this. <laughs> like, hold on a second. Let me pull something up real quick. And then the way he's just bobbing his head, like, yeah, like, he's getting into it. I like it, man. That was a cool move for Biden, for sure. I think he's going um, to fuck the police on it. Yeah, that was pretty funny, though. Yeah. Uh, and then, I guess, uh, yesterday... Or no, today, tonight actually. Uh, Trump was doing a uh, a rally somewhere in Ohio. Oh yeah. And once again, they were playing an uh, REM's "Losing My Religion," 
I think at this point he's just he's picking the music himself to troll these artists who have ordered cease and desist orders. Hmm. Oh, did you see <laughs> this fucking guy? This this fucking Trump guy, man. Oh no, my soundboard quit working again. <laughs> you motherfucker. Um, so uh, Biden came out and said that uh, you know part of his plan to get rid of COVID is to order a uh, a nationwide mask mandate. So this week, Trump is uh, doing a rally. And he says, you know, Biden says that he's going to do a nationwide mask mandate. Why hasn't he done it yet? <laughs> I don't know. Who the fuck are you talking him, to? I'll ask like, him in February. <laughs> hold on. Is, is Biden, like, who's president right now? <laughs> Who the fuck is the president right now? Is it Donald Trump or Joe Biden? Ask me that in a couple months. But, yeah, he actually said that. And then uh, he goes on to say, well, I, I thought about making a nationwide mask mandate. But, you know, some people, they just don't want to wear masks. That's not a good reason, you dumbass. No. So what if they don't want to wear fucking masks? Make them do it anyway. I, I, w I don't want to get you pregnant or catch SD, but I just don't like wearing condoms. You know, so I'm just not gonna do Word. it. That's same thing. Though people are like, I don't. Just because the numbers are going down, just because you don't know anyone that's been sick, just because you haven't had personal experience with it, doesn't mean it's not true. Like yesterday, yep. like Lauren and them, Lauren and my oldest kid went up with uh, her mom and sister up to this orchard up near Geneva, and they went there. And they pulled in. They looked, and it was crowded, and Maybe 10% of people wear a mask, you know, like everyone was all on masks and close. And she's like, ah, ain't going to do it. And they, they made a safe decision to go over to her dad's and hang out there for a couple hours, let the crowd thin out, yeah. and then go back. And when they went back, it was less crowded and there was more mask wearing people than not mask wearing people. So she's like, now it's an acceptable risk. Yeah. Like, it's just common sense, man. Yep. Here, here it is. Joe Biden continued to politicize a pandemic and to show his appalling lack of respect for the American people. That's what it is. At every turn, Biden has been wrong about the virus, ignoring the scientific evidence and putting left-wing politics before facts and evidence. He wants the federal government to issue a sweeping new mandate to law-abiding citizens. He wants the President of the United States, with the mere stroke of a pen, to order over 300 million American citizens to wear a mask for a minimum of three straight months. My administration has a different approach. We have urged Americans to wear masks. And I emphasized uh, this is a patriotic thing to do. Maybe they're great, and maybe they're just good. You notice, like, in order to get his his fan club to do anything, he has to let them know that it's a patriotic thing to do. I think it's funny. In the beginning, it sounds like he put his name and Joe Biden's just flipped it around. Yeah. Good. Maybe they're not so good. 
But frankly, uh, maybe they're not so good. Your fucking medical director said they're good. They work. Uh, what do you have to lose? Would it not need to bring the full weight of the federal government down? Your life? Law-abiding Americans to accomplish this goal. Americans must have their freedoms. And I trust the American people and their governors very much. To Joe, I would say stop playing politics with the virus too serious. Partisan politics is no place here. It's a shameful situation for <laughs> anybody to try and score political points while we're working to save lives and defeat the pandemic. Yeah, that wasn't the right one I was looking for, but it was still funny. But yeah. the thing is, is like, why don't you do, like, I think we, Americans are stupid. We have too much freedom as it is. Yeah. We need, we're like children. We need structure. We need a bedtime. There it is. There's your Trump noise. But it's like, we need that structure. We have speed limits because we can't be trusted yeah. to travel at safe speed. We have you know? drinking and driving laws because we can't be trusted not to drink and drive because Americans are stupid. It's like the old saying about warning labels. They have to put that there because some idiot actually did that. I know I'm not supposed to use my hand to stop a chainsaw, yeah. but some idiot did, so now there's a warning label. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about some lighter topics. Uh, some football updates and whatnot, uh, and then some a couple of uh, unusual and strange uh, news stories that I found. All right, so we're gonna discuss that. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Guy. Stay tuned. Head on over to PlanetChaosRadio.com and check out our new merch store. You can grab yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, stickers, pillows, and more. You can also get Brandon's book, Bedtime Stories, there as well. That is PlanetChaosRadio.com. Thursday night football, my man. I loved it. It was great. The Browns won. Funny thing is, because my kid's been in trouble off and on all last week. And I told him, I was like, hey, if the, if the Browns win, you guys are ungrounded. I told him Sunday. And then the Browns didn't win, of course, Sunday. Of course. So, like, so Thursday comes. I was like, Browns game. My daughter's like, we need to hope the Browns win. I'm like, why? She's like, because I want to be ungrounded. <laughs> and then, like, she started getting tired of going to see we make her better. She's like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and you better show me a score. If the Browns win, don't lie to me. <laughs> Jeez. And they're all happy. They were on ground for a day or two. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was, you know what? It, it was a little, 
I think that they, they struggled um, against the Bengals, dude. I don't think they struggled. They struggled. I think what they did was I think they kind of let their foot off the gas in the second half. No. I think that's what happened. They I don't struggled. think they struggled. I think they showed in the first half that they were scoring at will. They were holding them. And I think the second half, they're like, we don't want... Because look at all the injuries that happened this weekend. There was a lot of injuries. And you know what? People are going to blame it on no preseason. But you yep. know what? These are starters. Those guys don't play most of preseason. But they st- but they're still training camp and reps to get your body used to the pressure and pain. Yeah, and- but still. There, there's some big ones, though. Like Michael Thomas... Saquon Barkley. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Yeah, Saquon, sorry. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Um, Even that guy from Denver? What happened to the guy uh, from Denver? Drew Locke from Denver. Did he, is he out for a couple weeks? Uh, I didn't see. Yeah, collarbone injury. Yeah. Ugh. I knew he popped Saquon Barkley tore an ACL. Yeah, all kinds of injuries. Someone else tore an ACL, too. I forget who it was. Oh, man. Did you see that? Did you see the Steelers game, though? I did watch that, Steelers that game. That Big off Ben run. Ugh. He, how does he take like he, an hour and a half to run five yards? Like, he's like, so huge. He started running. I went to the bathroom. and came back, and he was just he was just well, running out of bounds you know, by the when, time I get when back. When he runs, I think he's he's still looking for that open man until the last second, and then he's he just really like, does. Fuck it, I'm running. He's like, God damn, this is gonna suck. He's like, I gotta run now. You know what though, dude? Puts his cigarette out. And runs. If you're a, if you're a defense against the Steelers. You cannot give him any time whatsoever to find no. his man because he always will. And that's what they were talking about. You watch him the one touchdown he threw to yeah. Juju. Yeah, it was like he, he was he was running. He was looking and looking and looking at the game forever. Yeah, and his and his receivers you know you can't like Roethlisberger, Brady, and Breeze are three guys you do not no. want to give them any time because they will find their man every single time. There will Maybe be well. somebody over. There, there can be an offensive lineman. They'll find them. <laughs> you you see other teams with receivers, they give up after the route because they're like, ah, he's fucking yeah. sacked or he ain't going to get it to me. Yeah. But, like, when you play for that quarterback, you're like, I know he's going to get me the ball somehow. Yeah, i got to exactly. keep getting open. Like, that's part yeah. of that intangible, like, the intangibleness of some quarterbacks have that, that you can't like, measure that. Like, Brady's lost – a bit of his accuracy over the last couple of years, as far as getting, you know, getting passes into coverage. Mm-hmm. But Roethlisberger and Breeze, man, they're still like these dudes are still playing like they're in their prime. I don't get like, and Ben didn't even play last year. I he played a game and a half, and right now, what I'm seeing from him is I'm seeing prime Ben Roethlisberger. I think I think the time off he took he took a year for his body. That was legs, perfect. Man. Everything yeah, he up. needed it. Plus, with the light, the light preseason. Yeah. For the older guys, the no preseason is better. Oh, yeah. Younger guys need it, but older guys, because they know how to consider themselves, yeah. they know when to give up on a play. Yeah. Younger guys push and push and push and push push. That's yeah, how you get hurt. What What I'm seeing out of this team right now, and you know, people are saying, "Yeah, you guys have played shit teams." Yeah, I, you guys I, have yeah. played shit teams. They, they're, they're good scrimmages. <laughs> they really are. Yeah, they're good preseason games. Yeah. Guys. Um, we had a preseason game Thursday. So it's good. They they do have a pretty light schedule for this season, um, but what I'm seeing from Pittsburgh though, man, it's I mean they're looking like the 08, 09 Steelers again. You know, man. I was a little disappointed in defense. I think they kind of let them hung. I think they did the same thing too. Where they let their foot off the gas they're because still, they're still they were ranked still number three it. in defense though. I know, but they were still. I forget who was it they played. 
Denver. Denver. Yeah, yeah, Denver was still pretty much into it. They weren't really. Denver was, has a good offense. You remember though. the end? I was like, uh oh, yeah. uh oh. Yeah, that end was a little, a little nail biter, but it was. And then the Patriots yeah, that game. Steel curtain came in, man. Do you watch the end of that game? Oh, you missed no, the end I, of that game. I tapped out early. Oh, they drive all the way down, right? They drive down. It was almost like a repeat of their Super Bowl. It was, except they were on the other side. It they was. They ran it instead of passing it. Exactly, yeah. and they should have. They they should have. He should head bob. He should did the old Tebow play where he fakes a run, he drops back and does a drop pass. Yeah. Just nobody. Like I watched the replay, everybody swarmed on that. They knew he yeah. was doing that. Yep. And it was either and a lot of teams like I was seeing a lot of interviews. So what happened? Saying, was it a fumble or they just didn't get it? Was no, they just like, didn't get it. it. Was fourth down. Fourth down. Okay. Last play of the game. Fourth. Yeah. Or I think it was third down. It was last play of the game. It was like okay. five seconds left. But and they needed the touchdown to win it. Yeah, they were yeah. down by five. I want to say. Okay. But the uh, thing is, is people are hearing the snap count calls. Oh yeah. Because no of no crowd noise. Yeah. So they can hear the huddle. I think. What, I think maybe it was one of the Steelers that they said that they could. We won the Watt kids. It was, I can yeah, hear. it was uh, T.J. Watt. Yeah, that he could, he could Watt, hear yeah. the uh, so snap count. hear snap counts, yeah, in yeah. the huddle. Yeah. Yeah. That's making, that, that's making the, these defenses look weaker than they are, for sure. And they were even saying on the game last night that they probably wouldn't be able to drive as well as they did at the end of the game because the 12th man was in there. Yeah. They were only allowed to crank it up to, I think, 70 decibels yeah. when it normally gets up to, like, 120. Oh, yeah, because there was – a lot of times, like, I could not hear any of the fake crowd noise. <laughs> yeah. You know what I thought was funny, though? That Browns game. It's the only game that I've watched where they, they kept repeating how many people were in the audience. They had to, they, they just kept repeating it over and over. 6,000 people. Like, how is that unusual for a Browns game? It's very unusual how that many people. But did you see the fight? There was a fight at the Browns game. Oh, jeez. It was on something. Someone Snapchatted or TikToked or something. Yeah, I saw it. Of course, it. there was. <laughs> we actually got an email for tickets for like 120 bucks. Oh yeah. I was like, I mean, I understand it's a Thursday night game, but I'm not gonna spend 120 dollars well, for plus, a ticket. The, you know, they're charging more because it's less capacity. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to make their money at least break even. I understand yeah. the sentiment behind it. They're they're not losing. At least we didn't boo the national anthem. They're they're charging. <laughs> their uh charging more for advertising right now yeah uh tv viewership is way up mm-hmm. because people can't go to the games um week one uh the top five tv shows for that week were all nfl games yeah sports man we miss sports that's that's not always the case though with NFL games. No, I know, but now because we we, we didn't think we'd get NFL. Yeah. we didn't get no preseason, we got no yeah. warm up. So plus people aren't going to the games, so of course TV viewership is mm-hmm. going to be up. So That's the boycotts are not 80, working. 90 people from Cleveland didn't get to go to the game. NFL making them money. They are. They always will. Yeah. They'll find a way. Yeah. Like I said, they're charging more for advertising, and of course, you know, merchandise sales are up right now too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, what, what's your takeaway, though, from that Browns game? I thought they looked good in the first half. I think the second half they took their, ga- their foot off the gas. I think uh, Baker Mayfield showed flashes of greatness a few times. I mean, Odell Beckham finally caught a couple balls. Of course, he was going, he was going against a suspect defense. But, I, I mean, I think, I think they needed a win early. 
they needed a thing to gel because the first game there was no one was on the same. They were all off. They were all off. You know, the 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 Browns are going to have the same issue every year, and it's the fact that, you know, take the Steelers for example. If they're having a good season, it's going to be a good season consistently throughout. If they're having a bad season, it's going to be a bad season consistently throughout. The Browns don't have that. No. They'll have a, a game where they put up big numbers against a strong team, and then the next week they completely blow it against a shit team. Yeah, we beat Baltimore last year. We were one of their One two game. Long. Yeah. You guys beat Pittsburgh one game last year and then lost to a uh, third-string quarterback. Yeah. It's it's because – What did you guys do, 7-9 last year? Yeah, I think it was 7-9. I don't nine, think you yeah. guys are going to do that this year. I think 6-10. and ten. No, I was looking at schedule. We had a pretty easy schedule. It, yeah, but they like to blow it against easy teams. I know. It's the, I, there's no continuity. Like you, there's, yeah, Every year very, there's 100 new they're people. They're very inconsistent. Every year or two there's a new coach. Well, it's the, like This team that they've got, what is this, Baker year two? Baker Mayfield what, three coaches already? Four. Yeah. But so like, for the core of the team, this is what, second year? Yeah, for Landry. Yeah, Landry, most yeah, of them, yeah. The, it's, it still seems like they haven't. Found any sort of chemistry. Ward looked really good. Our cornerback uh, Ward, he looked really good. Um, but you know Beckham had a good night. Baker had a good night. But I just there those are two dudes that are not consistent. Now Th- those are the guys you need to worry about the most. Landry Landry's our most consistent guy. And the running backs, holy shit, we're not even taught. We forgot about the running backs. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt and Chubb. Chubb, yeah. Oh yeah, put let Chubb run it twice, the Kareem run it twice. I don't even know why we're even throwing the ball. Again, they're they're not consistent, Mm-mm. and they probably won't be. Those two running backs alone I, should get us at least five wins. We just lean on those two. Like so, you. I uh, I I honestly think Baker will be benched by week six. No. Yeah, I really believe that. I don't. I think I think Stefanski. Is going to stick with them to show that he wants continuity, that he wants consistency in Cleveland. Because isn't this like the first time we've ever had a starting quarterback back-to-back for like a long-ass time? If he plays two full seasons, I think it'll be the first quarterback to play two full seasons since Charlie Fry. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't know, man. I'm on the fence about him because, you know, there's, there, there's games where – you know, he looks like Favre. Yep. Flashes greatness. Like you know, flashes and then, greatness. And then there's there's games where he looks like Romo. Yeah. I think if he gets behind early, he 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 over like he pushes too much. Like he don't he don't have that poise yet, you know, to be like, Hey, we're down a touchdown, no big deal. You know, we have it's a, it's a long game. But he's like, fuck, I'm down by a touchdown. Defense is going to give up something else. I got to push and push and push and push. And when he over pushes, that's when he messes up. I don't know. I think it's his poise. And that's a young that's a young quarterback thing. You know, you've always seen that with young quarterbacks. I'll tell you what, though. That Joe Burrow is looking really good. He's consistent. He, he that's did. That's one thing that's going to work for, for he, him. You know what? He's going to have the same problem, though, that my buddy Timmy Couch had and everything. Is a bad, he's going to get hit a lot. If he can survive this year. That's the thing. If he can survive without getting hurt, if he gets hurt once this year, arm near, it's it's done. I don't know, man. I, he 
Like I said, he looks good. He looked good, but he's taking too many hits. Yeah. Way too many hits. That's they the same with Drew Locke. Drew Locke looked really good, and then yeah, he just started he taking hits. Ran, yep, rolled on yeah. his arm, and that was it. Yeah. I, it, his backup was good, though. That Jeff Driscoll? He did. They, he, yeah. they almost won that game. Yeah. Came down to the wire for couple that A couple dumb man. plays, and that was all it was, man. I'll tell you what, though. The, there were some really bad fucking calls in that game. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't bitch about the officiating very often, but like that one uh, long run after a punt that came back. That yeah, the the block in the back yeah. that was iffy because that guy yeah. was already going down, and you're doing even put his hands up right when yeah. the guy was going down. And then uh, was it the Browns game or the Steelers game? I think it was the Steelers game where uh, the dude almost stepped out. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was James Conner, wasn't it? Almost stepped out. And you were, like, messaging me, like, oh, dude, he's out. He stepped out. Yeah. Yeah, that was another one where I was like, that's uh, questionable. That, wasn't, that was a receiver, wasn't it? No, it was Conner. Yeah, it was James Conner. Yeah, but that was – I mean, it was like – He caught it. He, it was close. Steelers love to use their, their backs as uh, additional receivers yeah. a lot. A lot of teams are doing that now. Yeah. That was the big thing that the Steelers started with Rashard Mendenhall. Yeah. No, we did it with Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson's one of the best receiver backs. Yeah. I miss Duke. So, Buccaneers won, which really surprised me. Oh, I, I knew Brady would put up points. I thought he was going to yeah. put up 40. Me and my buddy Sam, he's from Tampa. He follows him. I was like, he, yeah, Brady's going to put up 40. I was man. surprised. I, I don't think they're going to have an overall good season. I'm surprised the Patriots lost last night. You know, that was they were into it to the very last play. It was a yeah. good game. Uh, Cam Newton's showing up pretty big, though, man. Mm-hmm. He's showing that he was on on the bad on a bad team. Now that he's on a team with a winning system, he, you know, he's gonna be winning games. Edelman's mad. He Edelman had the game winner in his hands. Went right through his hands. Yeah. Like two or three plays before the end. I mean, like right there. I mean, he had it. He had the triangle up and everything. He just he went like this. This went. Yep. He was like a millisecond closing his hands, and he knew it too. He got up smiling. I was like, I fucking knew it. I had so, it. So, did you happen to see uh, these videos that went viral uh, this past week on on social media? You got to be more specific. I see a lot of dumb videos. Uh, it was in Jersey. A lot of videos that people were posting of. A UFO spotted in Jersey. I saw the article. I didn't watch it because they're not real. No, they're not. Uh, So before anything even came out, I saw these videos popping up that were going viral. A UFO over New Jersey. Thousands of videos are are being posted of this. So I checked out the video, and I'm like, I'm watching the video, and I'm like, "Uh, I see that flying over my house all the time. That looks like the Goodyear blimp. <laughs> sure enough, it was a Goodyear blimp. Yeah. Yeah. Flying home from the Sunday night game, probably. Yeah. Well, no, it was. Uh, it was after. I think. I think it was after the Monday night game. Mm. Which wasn't that in New York? Yeah, it was Pittsburgh and New York. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's right. So it was probably on its way back to Akron. Yeah. After the Monday night game. Yep. Dirigible. Yep. Because <laughs> the uh, you know the game is in East Rutherford, uh, East, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and I think it was I think it was Monday actually when people were posting the videos Monday or Tuesday something like that yeah so, so it was either just it getting Tuesday. there or it was leaving yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep uh, did and it read, then did the blip read the ice cubes of him no it did not it did I was not. very disappointed it was not a good day then I was very disappointed um, another kind of interesting uh, news story that came out this week uh, so scientists have found possible life on a planet that they never would have expected. You know what planet that is? Is it Uranus? Eh, no. Oh. Um, no. Venus. Venus? Well, aren't women from there? That's what I keep hearing. So I keep hearing women are from Venus. They did. I didn't see that. Um... Yeah, it's Venus is I mean, what, an ocean, when, right? Like a glo- uh, iced over ocean or something dude, like that. Venus is one closer to the the sun than us. Yeah, but so I it's thought like it a was... giant fireball. Oh, I was thinking of Neptune. I'm thinking of yeah, yeah. You're thinking of Neptune or Uranus. <laughs> um, so when scientists say that they're looking for life on other planets, it could be like they're not looking for humans, yeah, like deer, cows. They're, they're looking for microorganisms uh, because they feel like if microorganisms could survive there, then life like ours, carbon-based well, life, eventually. could also live there. Yeah. Which, you know, the, the thing about that is... That's like saying, maybe, I grew up in Youngstown so I can survive Detroit. <laughs> well, maybe... What's on some of these other planets that we think are, you know, inhabitable? I pronounced that way wrong. Inhabitable. Uninhabitable. Yeah. Inhabitable. Um, maybe it's because the life form there isn't carbon based. True. You know, it could be, you know, an evolution of some sort of thing that. Could subs- you know sustain living under those conditions? And of course, whenever I bring that up, people tell me ah, it's impossible. No, not necessarily. Our life, the life as we know it here on Earth, should technically be impossible. <clears throat> I mean, did you ever watch the movie Waterworld? Yeah. Remember Kevin Costner's character had evolved to where he had uh, gills. Yeah. You know, the same thing kind of Evolution works here. Evolution is a you know, small process, could, but... Yeah, people, you know, things could have evolved to where they could live in these conditions. I mean, as long as you're not religious, you should know that the Earth is billions and billions of years old. What is Flat Earth Joe up to? You got an update? He... He cannot comment on anything. He actually got in trouble. Did he get arrested? No, he got in trouble oh, okay. at work for... For things, so he can't comment on situations like that. What is... What do you get in trouble for? I, I need deeds. I I don't know because I let me pull it up because I asked him. Uh. So apparently someone reported his Facebook post and almost got him fired. Uh. I'm on a final written. My video is one of them. I'm gonna have to lay low. Might have to delete some people from work. Pretty sure it was some someone there. Don't say anything. Was it Lauren? 
No, Lauren. <laughs> Lauren deals with me. Joe's a welcome. It's a breath of fresh air for her. No, it's but you know some people are petty and some people are Karens and oh Joe don't like to wear a mask. So let's report him because he works you know with people all day. But he wears his mask at work. Yeah. So I don't know. You know it's people need to not stop trying to be fucking tattletales. What you do outside of work, as long as it doesn't involve <coughs> your work, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. You know it's ridiculous. Like, like if you're a pothead. You can be a pothead all day, but if you come into work and do your eight and don't fuck up, then you shouldn't be chastised for it. You know? Yeah. Um, so I never understood. So back to talking about Venus. Yes. Um, this is from uh, The Guardian. Pretty reputable source when it comes to science stuff. <laughs> uh, it remains one of the most unexpected scientific discoveries of the year. To their astonishment, British, British scientists last week revealed they had uncovered strong evidence that phosphine, a toxic rancid gas produced by microbes, exists in the burning acid-drenched atmosphere of Venus. By rights, it should, not, it should simply not be there. Uh, all the geological and photochemical routes we can think of are far too underproductive to make the phosphine we have seen said Cardiff University astronomer Professor Jane Greaves, leader of the team who made the discovery. And that conclusion leads scientists with the bizarre prospect that microbial activity, the key source of phosphine on Earth, may be occurring in the searing acidic clouds that swath Venus. Nope, that was a fart. That's from your uh, not, not, <laughs> That was methane gas. That was methane from your anus. Uh... <laughs> Not surprisingly, <laughs> the, news, the news that there may be bugs on Venus made front page headlines. It also adds a bizarre new planetary focus for scientists hunting alien life on nearby planets. A search that is now leading them to increasingly strange and unexpected parts of the solar system, from the frozen moons of Jupiter to the methane-filled lakes of Titan. Oh, a lot of farts going on in there. The largest moon of Saturn. Uh, while astronomers have yet to detect alien life forms, most are confident of s success one day, though their journey will have taken them through some intriguing highs and some despairs, dis uh, despairing lows. For example, in the late 19th century and for much of the 20th, most astronomers were confident they would one day find life in the solar system. And it just goes on and on with... I think the history of the search for life in our solar system. See, I think there is life forms. I think, I, but I think if they're evolved enough to do space travel, that they're pretty much peaceful. They're just waiting for us to calm the fuck down. I mean, I look at us. All that. Our government saying, "Don't wear a mat. Wear a little tiny piece of cloth to protect you from the virus." Common knowledge, and we're fucking rebelling against it. And well, like aliens, like look at these fuck ups. You know, the thing is. Um, you know, we're looking for possible planets that could sustain human life. Like with uh, Elon Musk's whole, uh, you know, one-way trip to Mars. I think they should terraform the shit out of it. I think they could. Well, they're, they're looking for places that could withstand human life. And... <clears throat> um, it's because we want to put people there. Yeah. You know, and Manifest there's intelligent life forms out there 
they may be doing the same thing if they're traveling through space. Yeah. You know, that that could be one of the reasons for seeing UFOs. You know, and a lot of them may just be doing a flyby, like, okay, this one's already... Like we, we could live here, but there's already a lot going on. And here. those motherfuckers are crazy. Yeah, those bitches be cray. Like I really, I would really think if like if the, if the aliens would like actually, because I'm sure they, if they have space technology, I'm sure they could hack into our cable and look at our TV shows and shit. Possibly. You know, look at our news. You'd be like, these guys are fucked up. Like, yeah. look at this shit. Like they elected this fucking Trump guy. Yeah, What's like with them. And I think the, I think they would have something close to what Star Trek would have, like the Prime Directive, where they have a rule that they don't fuck with the development development of uh, a plan. Because if aliens land here today, okay, and give us like technology, we would go wild with it. We're not we're children compared to them. We're not yeah. ready for that shit. You know, it's like giving it's like giving a three year old a cell phone. So here you go, buddy, have fun. You know, we're just gonna fucking look at YouTube and look at alien porn all the time. Yeah. Although alien porn does seem interesting. <coughs> no, no, no. <laughs> On our planet, we have four titties. Done. Sold. Sign me up. <laughs> total recall. Yeah, with an extra. Total recall is only three. Yeah. So we have no trapped news this week. Aw. It's it's a first. Yeah. We've been waiting an extra yeah. day. <laughs> Yep. No trap news. You know, it's funny. I, I actually just recently realized uh, their drummer is actually on my Facebook. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Should You should. Uh, hey, go punch a dude in the face. There's something to tweet about. <laughs> yeah. What's fun, it's, it's funny, though, too, because I, like, I roast this guy all the time. Hmm. This dude's never said anything about it. He knows. He's, he's like we know idiot. like you know yeah, like, <laughs> you know come on like we all have that one friend that no one likes but we just we've been friends with them for so long we yeah. just don't get rid of them like I hate when you bring that guy like I know but you know he's my friend uh, hang out forever oh excuse me we had a song together you know how that is well this guy's only been with the band a couple years he's a new guy uh, Chris and the bass player are the ones that have been there since the beginning so the guitar player and the drummer are new guys <laughs> Boy, they haven't buyer's remorse. <laughs> yep. Um. So, I'm hoping that uh, you know this whole COVID thing calms down a bit over the winter and spring months. It will after the election. Oh uh, yeah, people people think pe- people think it's gonna go away as soon as the election's over with. Yeah. <laughs> No, because I'm, uh, I'm thinking about doing a, uh, like a, a birthday thing for the show. In when is our birthday? April. April. Uh, the first show aired April 12th. Um, I believe that's actually a Saturday because I think I was shooting for that actual date. Um. April of 2021. Now that's a Monday, so I was shooting for the 10th. That's right, yeah. April 10th was what I was looking at, doing like a big birthday bash for the show. 
because uh, it'll be nine years since uh, since the first episode aired. And then uh, I also kind of want to do something special for your one-year anniversary of the show, which is coming up soon, too. Can Crash sing Happy Birthday to me? That's what I want. I was actually thinking about bringing in Crash for that. We yeah. owe her, too, because yeah. we had our sound fucked up and could hear her piano playing. Yeah. She is so talented. She she moved to Pittsburgh. But I, I mean, could, give her a shower. She'll be fine. I could get her to come out. Pittsburgh's only an hour away. We can go yeah. get her. Um, so, yeah, I'm thinking doing something in April for the thing, like maybe a show with a live remote. That'd be great. Yeah. Have a couple of bands that were here before. Maybe. And come pick up your shit. What was that band that left like half their shit here? Glass Alice. Glass Alice. Yeah. Come pick up your shit. So have your water bottle. And your no, I threw that out. There was mold in it. I would have kept it. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, big bad voodoo daddy. Oh yeah, they'll come out. Yeah, we can't afford those guys. God, you know I bet you that one dude. He's probably good enough. He'll probably call in. I bet you if we like reach out to him, like, hey man, he. I bet you he would call. Yeah. Him. He seemed like such a cool dude. Yeah. Um, I'm working on some other stuff too that I want to do. Like it's, it's so hard. Like I had all these plans of stuff I wanted to do with the show this summer. Like I wanted to take a this road. This was gonna be a big fucking summer for us too. Yeah, like I wanted to take a road trip, take the show on the road. Uh, link up at some, you know, with some some bands on the road, and then COVID hit, and there were no bands and no road, and and the places that said, hey, come over here to your show here, we want you guys to do it here. They yeah, made- like the Robbins Theater and shit. Oh, man. oh that fucking so we we were like right there on the edge. Yeah, and then uh, I'm I'm also working on some sponsorship stuff, but that's all. You know, hanging in the... Can we get the hot dog shop to sponsor us? Like, send us hot dogs and stuff? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's all hanging in the wind, too, because of COVID. With the, you know, sponsors and everything. <laughs> this week's episode brought to you by Dollar Store Masks. <laughs> when you want to wear a mask, but don't give a shit if it works or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it sucks, man, because... Uh, you know, COVID just killed a lot of plans. Mm-hmm. A lot of And plans. people. Don't forget people. Yeah. <laughs> 200,000 people. But, you know, the Trump people still keep talking about Benghazi. What? Oh, you didn't know that? They're still talking about Benghazi. Like, oh, it's yeah. over. It's done with. Four people died. It was fucking... Dude. Four people I, died. I know, but more, they stayed there too fucking long. More people died, you know, every minute in the Iraq war. Yeah. You know, more people die every minute from COVID. It's so weird how we as people nit and pick nitpick things and like choose like the weirdest things to be Well, you know, I, I'd hate to, to pick between Benghazi and COVID, but you know, I'll take four deaths due to negligence over two hundred thousand deaths due to negligence. Yeah. Every day. You know? When you're a diplomatic, but hey, the country, only reason we have cases is because we're doing more testing. When when you when you're when you go overseas to a hostile country and work at an embassy, you know there's always a chance that shit's gonna go down. Yeah, it's like ser- serving in the army. So I mean, it's sad to lose that life, but there's no well, way they all what, went in there thinking the, we're gonna be fine. What would these people say if 
you know, SEAL Team 6's mission wasn't a success. Mm-hmm. You know, would, would they be like, oh, look, Obama had all these these Navy SEALs killed because he was trying to go after bin Laden. Exactly. Is that what they would say? Oh, you're damn right they yeah. would. They'd say it was a botched job and, yeah. and all people need to resign. And people yeah. make, there's mistakes, you know. You don't need it's to resign over mistakes. All's fair in love and war, right? I guess. Yeah. But all's not fair in COVID. No. Unless it's a war on COVID. Well, I've been, seeing, I've been seeing viral videos from other countries having maskless protests. Like, they're protesting having to wear the masks now. And they're getting it from Americans. Do you see the video of the Target kids? Oh, yeah. In Florida? Yeah, where they walk through yeah. Target. I swear to God, I would walk up. Because there was a one dude looked like he was at least 18. Yeah. I'd be like, who's your leader? First person said, I am. Well, first guy. I wouldn't have a girl, but first guy. Now, who's the leader? All right. Every fucking time until they stopped. Open hand. Make sure you bring hand sanitizer, though. I'd fucking spit on my hand first and smack him with it, because obviously he don't care. <laughs> you know, I... They, you notice, like, they pull that shit in, like, these, like, really... up. Like, you can't pull that shit at Walmart. Fucking door will kick you in the nuts. Uh, yeah. Like, Walmart don't fuck around. But you, see, uh, have you been to Menards in a while? I've never been to Menards. Oh, dude, they have a huge-ass bouncer outside of Menards. <laughs> fucking yeah. Menards. They have dude, dude looking like fucking Debo out there, man. Like, where's your mask? In my car. Get it now. I'm like, oh, shit. I forgot my mask the other day in Little Caesars. and and Get your motherfucking mask. Was he an announcer or a bouncer? But no, I forgot my mask at Little Caesars. And the girl behind the counter said, hey, you need to get masks. And I was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. And she goes, like that, I'm like, and she like exhaled, like she was nervous. Yeah. So when I came in, I said, "Hey, yo, sorry about that." She's like, "She's like, I'm just happy you didn't argue with me because everyone's <laughs> been arguing." I feel bad for these people. Like, these kids are making minimum wage, and they got people coming in and harassing them, dude. The dollar okay, store in my be, house. You want to be mad? You know, go protest outside of Walmart's headquarters. They won't. Walmart won't tell you now. Really? Yeah. Like I saw a couple people in Walmart without a mask on. And I said to him, I was like, hey, you know, those guys aren't wearing masks, right? The guys, like, honestly, we're just not allowed to say anything anymore. Yeah. Because it's to be too harassed, man. Yeah it's, yeah. it's, you know, fuck you. You want to die, die. You know, I, I try to avoid Walmart as much as possible anyways. I really think they're making a mistake not keeping Walmart 24-7. Are they, well, they're, they're not 24-7 anymore? No. They oh, close at 8 or 9. Really? Still. Yeah. Huh. Still. Because that 24 hours, like, I would always go past 11. Like, if I didn't have to go to Walmart in the daytime, I would go at night when there's hardly anyone yeah, there. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I hated go. Like, I hate going to Walmart. I just hate it. Um, but if I go, it would be, like, late at night. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, plus, you're right around the corner. You're just one exit away from yeah. me. You just hit the highway. Boom, you're there in, like, five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many times I did midnight but I haven't, Walmart runs for formula and shit. I haven't been to Walmart since, like, beginning of March. Oh, the one here is rough. I hate going to the one here. Yeah. But, yeah, I went in there, and then, like, because we, like, even before there were any quarantine rules or anything, we quarantined as soon as we found out about the first case in this county. Yeah. 
We did the same thing too. Because like we, we were out in Boardman shopping that day. We were at the mall. We went to get her one year Build a Bear because they do the birthday thing mm-hmm. for you pay their age. So we went to get her Build a Bear. And then Jackie wanted to stop at Ben Voyage. Mm. Which. <laughs> Not thinking back now. Oh. Jesus Christ. That place. I'll never go to that place again, dude. That place, I don't think it's open place, still. I don't know. That place is a cesspool for germs, even when there isn't a pandemic. Yeah, because you just think about it. Like, we, we walk. It's all fucking flea market stuff, oh, though. It's yeah. nothing good. Well, it's all like. Uh, it's all just generic Amazon shit. Yeah. It's like overstock from Amazon. That they couldn't get rid of. Yeah. It's, it's all generic shit. But yeah, that place is just a cesspool for germs when there isn't a pandemic. So we stopped yeah. there, and then we uh, stopped at Steak and Shake. She really likes Steak and Shake a lot. So we stopped there for dinner on the way home. Then we got home, and I was laying the baby down to bed, and I was scrolling through Facebook and saw a news article that the first confirmed case in this county, and I was like, yeah, we're, we're quarantining. Right yeah, now. I think I think your kid's birthday was like the last, like that was like it was that day that function. Yeah, uh, Dewine announced that he was closing bars and restaurants. Yeah, I remember that because your aunt or whoever that no who it was, was that uh, our, our friend Katie. Yeah, yeah, I remember them watching on the thing. Yeah, it was announced during the party that they were closing bars and restaurants. And yeah. they were like, "That's it." Man. We were on the fence about canceling the party, and I'm like, "Yeah." I wanted to, but no, it's her first. Birthday. Like my one aunt didn't even come because she was, yeah. you know, worried about it. But yeah, we got it in like, you know, right there. Right under the wire. We were already quarantining at that point. Yeah, and then what know? was it? Like we only did what one or two shows after that, and that's when we shut down, wasn't it? Well, we did uh, that one phone-in show after that. Yeah, because you thought that possibly someone that. Lauren worked with might have had it. Yeah, that's because the outbreak at her so, work. So I was like, "Yeah, we're we're shutting down. Yeah, we we're doing we're one over down. the phone, and then we shut down because I wanted to get equipment upgrades and shit." Yeah, yeah. You know, we we've been on the air. Uh, what was it? The last week of November, right? Was it the last? Was it the last week of November? We started doing the show. I don't remember. I think I so. I can't remember. I know dates are all fucked up. Year. We're coming up on a year. I know that. Yeah, we're, it'll be the. I think it's the last week of November. Yeah, it is the last week of November. Um, and hold on a second. This is episode seventy. Where's my phone? There it is. So this is episode seventy. So we have done. Seventy minus thirty. I'm mass off tonight. Thirty-one episodes. So we've done like eight less episodes than what we did in the original run of the show. Mm-hmm. In like way less time. We took too many fucking breaks on the show before. Like yeah, COVID's with, the only thing. We were we, we we've been well, good on it we, every week. We did that first episode, and then we took like a month off because we were having equipment issues. Upgraded the equipment, and then we went nonstop. You know, we like one a week until the quarantine break. Mm-hmm. I think we were off for like a month. We started doing it over the phone because I upgraded the studio to where we could do it over yep. the phone. 
In the past and two we've months, been, we'll be doing it. And then, yeah. yeah, we've been doing it in studio for a while now. Yeah, so we've done 31 episodes. The, the last run, we did 39 episodes in a year. Because we pretty much ended on the one-year birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now we're actually... Well, plus you got a more consistent keep it partner going. We're now, keep too. It, keep it, yeah, like... I, I, I love the old crew. Uh, honestly, I would love to get... Like, I don't talk to any of them anymore, but I would love to get them all on for a reunion. Like, a where are where where are they now, you know? Uh, country, I don't know what, what's up with him. I think he's... I think he's somewhere in southern Ohio. That's where he's originally from. Somewhere in southern Ohio. Can't trust him, southern Ohio people. Too close to Pensatella. <laughs> uh, Alyssa's doing well. I know that. I know Crystal's doing well. Uh, Ron, unfortunately, is no longer with us. Mm. Yeah. He uh, he, uh, he had a lot going on in his life. Uh, and then he ended up passing away. And But, yeah, the, other, other than him, though, the... I guess everyone's doing well. Maybe I'll I'll reach out to some of them and get them on here for like the like a birthday episode next year or something. What's up? What'd you just Quick find update. out? Quick update: The Raiders twenty-four, Saints seventeen. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. some ooh, of that Vegas magic, baby. Ooh, that's like uh, it's a lot of unanswered points. Yeah, it is, because it was like 17-something uh, at the end there. Yeah, it's – whatever happened to that girl that was supposed to be with us? And she, like – There's been two week. That, that, have, that were supposed to be here. Yeah. There was uh, Jess, and then she said she had some medical stuff that came up, couldn't do the show, wanted me to save her a spot. Actually, there's been three girls that were supposed to be on the show. Uh, Amber was the other one. Uh, she lives all the way out in Canton, though. She's the one that uh, was at your wedding, right? Yeah. Like long blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah, I like her. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Melissa. She's been to the house, <laughs> but she hasn't been on the show. <laughs> I think I'm still Facebook. She's. Uh, I think I'm Facebook friends with her still after the chat. She, she's. Uh, I, I love her to death, but she's unreliable. Yeah. But uh, I would have loved to have uh, any of them on the show, but you know, circumstances get in the way and. I'm actually... Uh, It'd be like that sometimes. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm thinking about reaching out and trying to find another uh, female for the show. Need a female perspective on some things. Um, so, we got the website. I'm going to be working on the website this week, adding some more stuff. Um. Yeah, I need to change some things. Problem, the, like my problem, like I don't want to hire people to do like website or graphic design. I want to do everything myself, and then well, I get so get swamped. I get so swamped with shit, and then I just completely forget, or I just don't have time to do shit, or I just don't use my free time wisely. I get trapped into. Getting my ass whooped on GTA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, 
I'm also still working on the Brandon Chaos Rewind stuff, getting more stuff added into that library as well. Um, and as far as like uh, this whole birthday thing next year, I don't have a location for it yet, but I mean, you Somebody know. Somebody has a big backyard and plenty of parking, let us know. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know as well as I know, I could plan any event at Chippers anytime I want as long as they don't have something going on that night already. Have they ever had anything else going on that night? <laughs> Isn't that like half your microphones and equipment still there? I do have some uh, some equipment there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, last summer when I talked to Marky, the manager, he... Uh, that's if that place is still open, if it know, survives everything. It, 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 dude, the, the owner's loaded. He, he's he got some businesses that are doing well. Okay, so, so he can yeah, be like, he, we can take a loss well, he for has a, uh, a driving range over in Austin Town. Hmm. And then he's got uh, the upstairs restaurant over in Austin Town. That's his, too. And then uh, Sadie's, a restaurant right off of 80 on 46. That's his as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know where Sadie's yeah. is. We actually went and looked at a house over there, off off of uh, eighty. There, it's actually Gerard over there. You know, like that you go down like well, down a little bit no, to the right. Oh, okay, yeah, that is Gerard. Right yeah, there, it's yeah. like the little edge Gerard. That's like Gerard, Austin Town, Weathersfield, Mineral Ridge, all right in that area. Yeah, it's like yeah. like a four points kind of situation. Uh-huh. Like I was like this, like we thought it was Austin Town. Like the address said Gerard. Yeah, we're like this is Austin Town. Like but, no, it was Gerard. But yeah, I was still in Florida, and he hit me up about wanting me to come back and book shows. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I think once all this goes over, yeah. we could really do like, we could do a night show there. We could do a show like I'm early thinking today, and then just stay there later and interview the band. Maybe like yeah. one thing I was thinking about maybe doing is. Uh, um, not like a live broadcast from there, but maybe getting there before the show starts and filming some exclusive content, putting on Patreon, yeah, or OnlyFans, something like that. Well, we we can get head too. Yeah, we can do OnlyFans yeah. as well. But I mean, we'll also do like interviews, acoustic stuff, and yeah. You know, use it as an exclusive content. I mean, technically, OnlyFans isn't just for porn. No, it's not. It's That's not. the thing, yeah. yeah. It's just the best, the best thing they do. The, the porn girls have kind of infiltrated it and yeah. made it all about the porn. I mean, it's like some strip clubs have like a really good like salad bar, you know? It's like a really good food place. I hear they got a good salad bar in the back room. Yeah. Giggity. <laughs> tossed. Freshly tossed. <laughs> Freshly tossed You salads. have to pay for the champagne room experience. Like Hooters, Hooters actually has good wings. Like I missed the Hooters wings. Yeah, Hooters does have good wings. But as Chris Rock once said, nobody goes to Hooters for wings. Nope. I like the beer too. Like good beer. <laughs> well, it looks like it's time to wrap things up for the week. <laughs> Ed doesn't know how to wrap anything up. I do not. You're um, welcome, kids. <laughs> why the fuck is my clipboard all the way over here? I don't know. I'm not your personal desk. My 12-year-old was using my office. <laughs> um, you had to take some pictures off the wall for the background. Yeah. 
Is he doing all remote now, or just? Yeah, he's uh, yeah, the twelve year old's all remote. Uh, Eight year old is not. He's going to class two days a week, but we're working on getting him to do just distant learning. Oh, I tell you what, man. Oh, it's that's the way to be. Oh, yeah, shout out um, to everybody out there doing distant learning with their kids. I, I almost forgot. Four. Like we're we're probably gonna have two guests next week. Oh, we are. Yeah. Uh, via Ooh, phone. Well, I'll be doing the interviews during the week when you're not here. Oh, great. That way it'll be entertaining. Yeah. We don't need you to ask about their chick's boobs. <laughs> so, uh, um, are they like big nipples or small <laughs> or like long skinny ones like Filipinos? Or? Uh, actually, I was trying to get both of them to work out this week for this show. Uh, it didn't happen. Uh, things came up with both of them. Um, but one of them is uh, Brandon Thomas. He's uh, the former lead singer of Bleed the Dream. They have a really interesting story that I'll probably get into with him. Uh, they're originally from Boston, I believe. When the band was starting out, they snuck on the Warp Tour. <laughs> they just started showing up at War Tour dates and setting up their shit on stage early and just playing. They impressed the owner of Warp Tour so much that he started a record label just so he could sign them. Awesome. Yeah, and then uh, just before releasing their debut album, their drummer passed away from leukemia. Ugh. Yeah. So they have a very interesting story that I'll get into with him. Uh, and then the other one, I'm actually going to be on his show this week on Instagram Live. It's a video show. Uh, his name is Jamie Hembry. I've known this guy many, many years, like going back to like the old CKY days. Is how we met was through CKY. Um, he was in a band up in Detroit for a while called Hate Groove. Uh, I actually had him as a guest on the Midnight Hour about it was like six years ago. Now I was in the Midnight Hour. Uh, uh, shortly after that interview, though, uh, he moved down to Florida, quit playing music for a while, and then uh, he had some medical stuff and almost died, and he's back to doing music, and he's got his show that he does on Instagram Live, so I'll be on there this week. Uh, I'll be posting everything on like uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Send me a... Send me a message. Let me know when it's about to start. So okay. Yeah, because he does his he does his show live, and it's like all video and shit. Yeah. So I'll be like uh, letting everyone know where they can watch that at. So it's you know, and it's I don't. What sucks is I don't have anything to plug other than the show. <laughs> like I don't have a plug book it. coming out. I don't have any music I'm working on. But you know, I'll be plugging the show, and I'm sure, like I'm sure he'll want to talk about music and movies and <laughs> mention the chicken wing book. song. Song's taking the country by storm. Chicken wing song? You ever heard chicken wing? No. Chicken wing, chicken wing. No. I don't get baloney. Chicken macaroni. Chilling with my homies. It does that like one more time, then like a beat drops. It's lame. You've never heard a chicken Oh, it's a great song. I got a big week coming up too. What do you Let's see, I got I got number breakdowns and brackets with Ryan. I got creative reading. I got I got we're learning we're learning vowels with Adeline in kindergarten. I have a huge week coming up. Hopefully we'll I, get to Y, but only sometimes. 
I mean, I, I got, I got, I'm a family man. I don't do much during the week. You know, it, it is weird though. Like whenever I'm on the other side of the the desk doing an interview, you know, because I mean, like this is what I do. Like I interview people, and so like I've had people that have interviewed me feel intimidated because they're like, "You're so good at it." And I always feel like I'm gonna fuck up, and you're judging me. I like I I am critiquing you, but I'm also, you know, taking from your style too. Like, oh, I like the way they did that, or I like the way they did that, and like I'm gonna try that out, you know. Just ask put my me own spin question. on it. Or like, <laughs> ask me about this. Ask me about that. No. <laughs> it's like how my kids at math. I'm like, no, just you know what five what, plus eight is. Like one of the, one of the most interesting. Uh, most interesting ones that I did was when I was out plugging WayOFS 2, which was the one that we did at, at Dave Girl Alley. Um, I I went on uh, After Dark with Nikki Darling on Rock Rage Radio. Uh, my buddy Josh was on that show as well. He was one of the co-hosts. He was the one that I did the Hammerhead Trilogy movie with. Uh, he was on there... Uh, another one of the <clears throat> another one of the co-hosts was uh, my buddy John, uh, the American Hilljack Lane, hmm. uh, from the band The Hellfire Club. And then they had uh, a chick on the show named Crystal. She was another one of the co-hosts. So there was like four of them, and then me. And usually when I'm on a a show where there's multiple, you know, that seems like too much. Hosts, it seems like it well, would get confusing. Usually, you know, when, like when you have a show with that many people, like when there's no guests, it's just banter. You yeah. know, you're all talking back and forth, and that's fine, you know. So I've done shows with that many people. I mean, happy hour, we, it was me, Holmes, and Lawrence. Lawrence was like a board op and producer, but he talked a lot too. But it was banter between the three of us. And then Planet Chaos, we had, uh, you know, me, Country, Alyssa, Crystal, and then uh, Ron was on there. Yeah, it, too um, many people. It was way confusing. Well, when you have a guest, though, like normally when I go on a show and there's you know a host and then a few you know co-hosts, you know the host asks all the questions back and forth, while you know everyone else is kind of silent. Maybe you know someone will throw out a question or two, but with them it was just everybody just like bombarding me with questions, Ugh. and then everybody kind of talking over each other. I think that's why, like, she didn't work things out with everyone else that was on that show at that time, because it was a lot of like people just talking over everybody, and in in this field of work, you can't really do that. You can't be talking over each other, and you know. And I'm really good at that. And when you're the one people. who's conducting the interview, I very rarely ever talk over someone. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, no, but honestly, I think that's not like our interviews. Like, I just lay back. Yeah, you just kind of chill yeah. and, like, maybe we'll throw something out there. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah, go for it. You know, but, like, when we interviewed Orgy on Happy Hour, you know, Holmes actually just went and sat back in the, uh, the control room with Lawrence while I was doing the interview and just kind of let me go with the interview. Yeah. You know, and that's normally how, how it goes. Um... So I'm not used to just everybody bombarding me with questions and then talking over each other and 
not letting me answer. You know, when you're when you're the one who's conducting the interview, like one of the main things any any professional interviewer will tell you is you have to control the conversation. You know, even like you can't let your guests control the conversation. That's yeah. a big thing. It's like you were the one in charge of the conversation. So, you know, like if you see where they've kind of completed a thought, go right into the next thought of yours. Yeah. You know, don't let them take control of it and you know, but don't, but don't be an asshole about it, you know. Yeah. Don't so cut them off and say, "Okay, next question." You know, cuz I, I and I don't like those type of interviews anyways where it's just set questions and you just ask. Like, it feels unnatural to me. I like to I like to make my interviews more conversational. You know? I really like the interview we did with, uh, who was the artist? Something Dunn? Oh, Martin Dunn. Yeah, that was a good interview. That, that, yeah, that really, interview. we got a lot more out of him just yeah. as artwork and band work. Like, it was, yeah. Yeah, I would actually rank that probably in my top five best that interviews. Good. For Even sure. in and the one with uh, the one with the guy from Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh yeah, that was a good interview too. That was good. Like yeah. yeah. Still to this day, though, probably the best interview I've ever done was with Brian Vanderark from the Verve Pipe. That was just, I every question I just knocked it out of the park. And then earlier this year, you know, because I I mean I'm still friends with the guy, talk to him on occasion, but like earlier this year. Uh, he actually made reference to that interview when he was on the Howard Stern wrap-up show. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't tell you about that? Mm-mm. Actually, it might have been last year. Um, it was actually because it was the day that Howard interviewed Hillary Clinton. That would have been a couple years ago then, yeah. No, no, no. It was recent. It was like within the last year. Sometime between... The, actually, sometime between November and March. Um... But he interviewed Hillary Clinton after years of trying to get her on the show. And then, of course, you know, they have the Howard Stern wrap-up show with uh, a couple guys, and they discuss the events of the show, and they sometimes have a guest. Well, Brian was a guest on there that day, and they were talking about uh, how Hillary really opened up in the interview and, uh, you know, how if that interview had been done in 2016, it may have helped her out in the election because it kind of humanized her. And Brian said, oh, yeah, you know, I used to be real reclusive in interviews. And then I did this one interview with this guy in Cleveland, and he got me to really open up. And I thought, hey, this isn't too bad. And I was listening to him like, he's talking about me. Because like, after, yeah, you know, after, the, after the interview, like I hadn't even made contact with his publicist again and, you know, then, like, maybe an hour or two after the interview, like, I didn't even put the episode up or anything. His publicist contacted me and said, hey, you know, just talk to Brian. He said that was the best interview he's ever done. He couldn't believe how much you got him to open up and how he's never that open in interviews. Yeah. So, like, still to this day, I've ranked that as my best interview for sure. Yeah. All right. So we're going to, yeah, we're going to wrap this up right now. I didn't expect to do all that banter there at the end. We have a bad everyone's always that bad habit of like, oh yeah, one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in case you don't know, you could listen to us on Anchor, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Uh, you could email the show at any time. It's planetchaosradio at gmail.com. Instagram and YouTube is at planetchaosradio. Twitter is at planetchaos underscore. 
Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. It's Brandon underscore chaos. Uh, Tumblr is Brandon dash chaos. And, uh, of course, our website is planetchaosradio.com. Uh, you can find it all there in our merch store. We've got the Planet Chaos uh, regular logo gear. We've got the Brandon Chaos Bad Boy of Radio gear. Velvet Rope Entertainment. We've got the Planet Chaos website stuff. And my book, Bedtime Stories, is still there as well. Uh, anything you want to plug other than your butthole? No, I like to keep my butthole nice and free. And you can find Ed on OnlyFans. It's OnlyFans. Ed 69 Did you start me an OnlyFans without telling me? Lauren sent me pictures. <laughs> no, I, I like I said. Got to like, make money off of you somehow. No, my week is all. I'm a teacher, man. I'm a I'm a full time teacher now. That's what I do with my week. I teach and I cook and clean. Yeah, I feel you. That's what I do. I think there's nothing really. No football. There's football. Games. No, I'm not even getting any Xbox games until uh, until Cyberpunk comes out. I don't know what that is. The Avengers game drop I was really excited about, but it turned out to be a flop. <laughs> it wasn't even ready to be put out yet. So I'll just keep playing Ark. I'm <laughs> fine with that. I don't know what that is either. Ark. It's it's like a survival game where you raise dinosaurs and okay. fight dinosaurs and stuff like that. It's pretty fun. But, yeah, if you guys stay tuned uh, to my social media, just stay plugged in. Uh, I'll give you guys all the details when I appear on Jamie's show this week. Um, I actually feel pretty honored to be asked to be a guest on there. He's been interviewing a lot of uh, like up-and-coming artists that are starting to break into the mainstream. So it feels really good to have him uh, invite me on to his show. Make us proud, boy. <laughs> Make us proud. Yeah, and Talk then to uh, you. no pressure. Yeah, like I said, like the two interviews I have scheduled for this week, like we don't have everything set in stone with them, but I'm hoping they happen this week. And then I'm booking some other stuff. Uh, hopefully, I'll be able to announce it next week. Some other guests I'm booking in the near future, big names. Um, but yeah, that's it. So I guess we will see you guys again next week. Goodbye. What you got to roll? Hoping that you pull out some fire as and know. Got my own lighter, you know I can match your ball. Hoping that you're waiting with a joint after the show. Mr. Weed Man, don't do me wrong. Come on, Mr. Weed Man, help me sing my song. Mr. Weed Man, won't you fill my bong? Mr. Weed Man, I need some relaxation. Mr. Weed Man, don't do me wrong. Like Bob Marley, I'ma smoke it till my brain is gone. Mr. Weed Man, don't you roll with raw? Mr. Weed Man, I need that medication. But I don't really know what you got to roll. Hoping that you pull out some fire, I no. Got my own lighter, you know I can match up all. Hoping that you're waiting with the joint after the show. Everybody solo! I don't really know what you got to roll Hoping that
get you full of some fire I said no Got my own lighter You know I can match a bowl Hoping that there are no bubbles Breaking our windows But I don't really know What you got to roll Hoping that you pull out some fire I said no Got my own lighter You know I can match a bowl Hoping that you're waiting With a joint after the show